2: Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider podcast. It is great to be with you guys today. I love every single day getting to talk with you guys via the podcast. Thank you. Um, we have grown exponentially, and tens of thousands of you listen to these podcasts. And I just want to personally take a moment and thank you. Obviously, AP was hired last night. You saw many of our stories, I'm sure. Before I get to that, I just want to address something very, very quickly on a personal level um, that's important to me. Um, yesterday in the news, I'm sure you saw the reports that there were um, a lot of people from Sports Illustrated that were laid off. Um, I'm not going to get into my company's business. They haven't forbid us from saying anything. Um, I just don't think it's appropriate for me to talk about um their business, if they want something out there, they'll tell it. I will tell you numerous stories that I read, I just quit reading them. Um, were not 100% accurate at all. Um, so I'm just going to let that go. We're here, we're working hard for you with our Raiders coverage. Nothing changed. We had 12 stories yesterday, 12 or 14 stories yesterday, 100% free content, um, covering things from every single angle. And so, but the reason I wanted to address it was uh, I'm being conservative here, which is my, my nature and my tendency. Um, Hundreds of you direct message uh, email. um, Those of you who know me on a personal basis, texts, so many comments, um, Twitter comments, whatever. Hondo, are you, are you there? You say yes. Heard from some of my critics. We're hoping I was asked. and I'm here, guys, and uh, wish you nothing but the best. Thank you for listening every day to, to find out what you hate about me. I appreciate that. And so I just wanted to address it super quick. Um, it's difficult because you don't want to spike the football, yeah, my job is safe, when there's people that you know and care for, many, some you even love, and and, and who had a bad day. And so trying to find that appropriate ground, and I just wanted to address it once and tell you how much I appreciate you and how grateful I am for you. Thank you all. Please continue to share, subscribe, like, tell people about our coverage, and uh, I'd appreciate that very much. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into it. AP's hired, which was the right move. It was something that I've been telling you all along I expected. Now, I additionally told you I expected Champ Kelly to get the job and I still do, but um, I want to discuss with you my feelings about the hiring. I want to then talk a lot about AP and then go back to the general manager situation because that's my job as an analyst. First of all, I've said it numerous times and I say it all the time because sometimes I think the media has a sense of entitlement um, that I'm the media. You must listen to me. That's ridiculous. Um, I don't like media who um, I like media who presents information, who are analytical and I don't care if they give opinion, but don't try to tell me what I have to believe I'll give you an example. I've said numerous times the people that wanted Harbaugh or Vrabel, I think they have legitimate arguments. I don't think that they were foolish. Now, I have called opinions foolish when I know things to be false. I'll give you a couple examples. When Josh McDaniels was the coach, of people said, Mark Davis doesn't care. Okay, you're, you're allowed to feel that way. But it's foolish. You may not agree with him. You may think he made a mistake, and I think he made a mistake yesterday, and I'm going to talk about it in a minute. But I've never questioned Mark Davis's desire or care, his integrity. Um, So this is how I, I would say to you, I said this before um, uh, any hire was close. Right after Josh McDaniels, and you can go back and watch podcasts and read what I wrote. Uh, the Raiders had gone to a system where the coach picked the GM and they're not in that system today. So don't hear that. What I've talked about, I think the best organizations, the owner picks a GM, the GM picks his coach. Now, I believe based on people in the building telling me that Mark's desire going into the process was let's get a general manager, whatever. We know based on reports, Champ Kelly was in interviews last week. Okay. That certainly looks very positive for him. I still think he's going to get the job. But my point is I would not have, and Mark didn't ask for my opinion, I think it would have been more conducive for the organization to pick your GM before you pick AP. I just think that would have been, it would have clearly delineated the lines of, okay, here is the silver and black epistemology of how we're going to run. And that is going to be, you know, general manager accountable to an owner. Everybody's accountable to the owner, but the general manager picks their coach. Now I'm going to tell you why that's important. If they go and pick Champ Kelly, it's not as much of a big deal because Champ will be the general manager. But if it's not Champ Kelly, you have now put AP behind the sticks because now you've gone out and hired a general manager that that wasn't their choice. And that doesn't make a general manager a bad general manager. Very few people get these jobs. And so... When a general manager comes in, you want to let them pick their guy who's going to run their system. Now you almost create an area for there to be animus or disagreement. I think that's probably a better word than animus. Sorry about that. And so it almost creates a little bit of attention. And in the back of that guy's mind is, I didn't hire him. I didn't hire him. And I'll give you a good one. I knew my wife very well when we got married and she knew me very well. I mean, we met on September 9th of 1981. It was a Wednesday. I was 10. She was eight. Um, we'd known each other a long, long time. And so when we got married, um, I knew there were things about Shannon Right, I know that. Okay, so for example, my wife is an antiquer. She collects these clay pots. I don't even know what you call them, but they look like moonshine jugs, and and they're big uh, clay pots. They're just made out of the same stuff the moonshine jugs are made of. But it's like you take the lid off the moonshine jug. She collects them. Okay, I knew that. I knew that was some big deal to her. Got a lot of them in my house. Okay, But I don't really say anything. Why? Because I knew it when I married her. Now, if I didn't, I'd be like, hey, what's up with all these clay pots? Very similar. Okay, Imagine going to a job where your boss, now you have a new boss who didn't hire you. Maybe they don't like the way you do whatever you do at your job. And their answer is, you know, that isn't the way I want it done. It just creates... What happens if the new general manager, no matter what they say, because I don't think they're going to lie to get the job. I really don't. But, okay, well, that's not my coaching style, or that's not the way I want rookies played, or that's not the way I want – I mean, you just create and, – and it just seems to me at times, before I came to cover the Raiders, and now it's been five years, before I came to cover the Raiders, Everybody talked about there's just always seems to be drama around the the team. And I didn't really understand that. Okay, this seems like one of those areas where you're creating a place of of drama, potential. And I don't want that. You just want stability. Your players have clamored for stability. You've clamored for stability. And I think it's a concern. So we're going to go back and talk about the general manager's role in a minute, which has, at the time of this taping has not been been fulfilled i'll give you the latest of what i know and we'll move on from there but now let's talk about ap great hire this was the guy you needed to hire now he is a first-year coach going to be a first-year head coach okay that's where i think hiring the general manager first was so important because you want there to be continuity you want there to be a spree de corps to use a marine corps term um you you want that to be how this functions together. um I think you have to let a coach pick his own staff. but how much is he going to be able to do uh, prior to a GM being named? Now, I want to address a couple things about it. So I think AP was an ingenious hire. I knew this several weeks ago um, that he was very appreciative for all that the offensive staff did for him. But that he was not going to let everybody go, but was going to let a lot of the offense go. There was a particular thing he wanted. So this goes back to the general manager situation. He inherited Bo, and Bo Hartigree did a great Bo Hartigree did everything that Antonio Pierce wanted. Bo Hardegree will get great references from Antonio Pierce. There is no animus. There are friends. Great respect. Okay. But he inherited Bo. And as good a job as Bo did, and and you may not like the job that Bo Hardegree did, but Bo Hardegree did exactly what Antonio asked. And Antonio Pierce liked Bo Hardegree. I know that for 100% fact. But it still wasn't how he wanted things. So when the year is over and the year went good enough that AP gets the job but still, hey, thank you. You did everything I asked. Appreciate it. God bless you. But I need to go get a guy that's going to do it exactly the way I want it. It's the same principle with the general manager. So Um, I just checked again to make sure last night and was told. And you may have seen the tweet or the social media that the entire offensive staff is not going to be entirely let go, but nearly entirely. Um, A lot of people ask me about names. I'm not going to get into the names. I think that's, that is, um, we'll let AP do that. It's his staff. It's not mine. Um, I don't think fans will be too shocked who, who, stays. Now there may be some people that say, Hey, I didn't come here with you. So I think maybe I want to go somewhere else. And that's their that 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 goes back to the general manager thing. But that's their um that's their right. So let's just wait and see how that plays out. But I I I think you can probably figure out the usual suspects. But great hire by AP Again, I do not like the timing. I think you set your organization up for some drama, and I think you set your organization up and your new coach with some unneeded down-the-road tension. That said, AP is – I 100% expect Patrick Graham to return if he does not get a head coaching job. 100%. Now, Could he say, I don't want to come back? Uh He could. He's going to have tons of offers. Maybe there's an organization that says, listen, what are the Raiders willing to pay Right? We'll double it. And the Raiders are not broke at all. But I'm just giving you the semantics of how this could end up looking. Um, Fully expect Marvin Lewis, former Bengals, Bengals coach, to coach to be part of the staff. Um, I think Tom Coughlin, former Giants coach is going to have a big say in helping to steer AP. Um, I've heard some people try to use that as a criticism against AP for bringing these guys around. I mean, what rock did you just crawl off from underneath? Seriously. He knows what he doesn't know. And he's, self-assured enough and confident enough to go bring in proven successful guys for direction and wisdom. Man, there is wise counsel there, and we know you don't ignore the voices of wise counsel. So, That doesn't make sense to me in the least bit that people are being critical of AP for that. But it it does not surprise me. I have learned people are critical of people for everything. So, but to me, I don't think it's a thing of, uh, to me, I would be concerned if your young coach was not going to people. I'm, I'm 52 years old, fixing to be 53. And I am a father, obviously. We thought we were. Done with it, but Dexter came into our lives, and God said, No, you're not done yet. And, uh, (laughs) well, with babies. And uh, at this point in my life, I have several children, and I still will talk to people for advice on parenting. Always getting it from people I respect. You know, Shannon and I have seven children that are graduated, and Adults in their lives, and then Dexter, who's at home. And just the other night, we were talking to a couple in their 90s who went through children older like we are and get some great wisdom. All right, Rick Goslin, who is considered by many the greatest NFL writer of all time, still on the Hall of Fame. He's the guy that Jerry Jones spoke to um, about. He could get any number of coaches to coach the the um, Dallas Cowboys and, and, and Jimmy Johnson left. I mean, that, that was Rick. I mean, this guy is one of the most respected jerks. To this day, you guys have seen him on the podcast. He is one of my dear friends. He is my mentor. Anytime I write a big article, he puts his eyes on it. He reads it. He edits it. He gives me his insight and analysis. I, I don't think that's a sign of weakness. I think it's a sign of maturity that says, hey, listen, I'm all in. I'm all in. And I, I, I want to do my best. So I applaud AP for that. Um, the players were ecstatic. I will tell you that my phone was, what about Champ? What about Champ? What about Champ? And people want him here as well. It's a big deal. And, and again, I'm going to talk more about the GM in a minute, but uh, I, AP has already been working on what kind of a staff he would assemble. I can tell you right now. And what's funny is if you watch NFL Network or other NFL media, everybody's already talking about the free agents that are going to want to come here. I know it for a fact. Um, I was talking to a, a very big free agent this year, a big one. Um, I don't remember if it was last night or early this morning. I'm sorry, I'm exhausted. Um, and they said to me, hey, I'd love to come to Vegas. I'd love to play for AP. And uh, we we chatted about a couple of things, and But there are a lot of free agents now that want to come here for a lot of reasons. First of all, and foremost, everybody loves the AP style. They want to play for a coach that remembers it's a game and we got to have fun. They want to play for a coach 100% committed to winning. They want to play for a coach that says, listen, we're not married to a system. We're married to winning. All of those things. Not getting into politics, but there's no state income tax in the state of Nevada. I know many. I'm going to guess, and I'm guessing conservative, but I know 10 or 15 guys that picked states to play in specifically because they had no state income tax. It's like getting a raise. And again, not getting political. It's just the reality of the fact. Some of those men I know happen to be Republicans. Some happen to be Democrats. But when it came to their dollars, they picked a place that didn't have the state income tax. So now you got the best stadium in the NFL in the Legion is the nicest team headquarters, and let me tell you, it isn't even close. It, the Intermountain Healthcare building is just pristine. All of the pools, all of the tubs, all the hot, cold tubs, the indoor fields, the outdoor fields. The outdoor fields are just manicured like golf greens. It's just a beautiful facility. Mark Davis did a phenomenal job. They want to play there. That's important to them. And all the things begin to line up. Okay, but what happens if you bring in a general manager? And I guess let's just move to that conversation. You know what you have in Champ Kelly. Champ Kelly wanted you. Champ Kelly recommended you to Mark Davis. You know what you have in Champ Kelly. He knows this roster. He, he uh, been reported for months. When he and Dave Ziegler got here two years ago, the Raiders scouting department was horrific. Archaic was the word that I had been told by other NFL teams. They totally revolutionized it. Now it's one of the best in the NFL. And Dave Ziegler put Champ Kelly in charge of that. That's all Champ Kelly. That's all champ, Keller. And another reason why I think he's going to go with champ is if you're not, you would have already named that guy to help get him ready for the combine. Because he's going to be looking for a different kind of player. He's going to have to meet with AP, understand what AP is looking for. He's going to have to begin to assemble a staff. This close, he would probably keep. The staff, or a lot of them, to get through the combine, but then he's still working without his guys. So that is where you you sit now. So you got champ now. It's it, what I'm hearing is it's down to only two guys: Ed Dodds, who's the assistant GM in Indianapolis. He's been in the league 21 years. He's been with Indianapolis seven. He was with Seattle prior. Um, super uh, respected guy, very respected, um, very good at what he does, has yet to get that opportunity to be a GM of his own team. Uh, he impressed Mark Davis the last go around and is a potential viable candidate. Okay, so let's assume, and again, I think it's going to be chance, but let's assume it's Ed, okay? So Ed comes in now, When you could have named him before, you're dragging it out. Okay, who are his guys? What's he do here? Let's meet with AP. Now, does Ed say to AP, I'm going to go buy the groceries. This is what I want you to run. Here are the guys for it. Or does he say, okay, you were picked before, so what do you want to run? I'll go get you those guys. But then, oh, by the way, if it doesn't work, hey, Mark, come on. This isn't what I would have done, but you hired the guy before. I just That's the animus situation. It just makes no sense to me. But if you hire a champ, the making of no sense is delineated. So you find yourself now that like, there, there could be a wild card, but what I'm hearing is it's down to those two. And now it's who's going to be your general manager. Either way, the general manager is going to have the traditional authority that you want a general manager to have. And I think that's good for the Raiders. I think that's Mark Davis making a very wise decision. At the same time, um, at the same, excuse me, at the same time, Sorry, somebody asked me the other day, well, you're always sniffling lately. I'm sorry. In the North Country on a hunting trip. So you spend some time out there below zero. And that happens when you warm up. So um, what do they do? Again, I think Champ's still going to get it. I maintain that. I stick with that. But it just seems to me, The Raiders missed a clear chance to announce Champ, have a press conference on Monday, and let Champ announce AP. That didn't happen that way, and this is where it sits. Now the waiting is for who's going to be the general manager. I don't understand why there's a wait. Make a decision. It's in the best interest of your franchise. You don't have to extend things. All the requirements of the Rooney rule have been met. Make your pick. So, again, not reporting it as factual. I still think they're going to hire champ because if they don't, it, it just will have been handled wrongly. And that's not a slam on dots. You can make a strong case for him as a a great and viable candidate. So why set him up to fail? Or why set your head coach up to fail? Just seems to me you just do things the right way. Makes life easier. I have learned that sometimes that's not how the Raiders rock and roll. But that's where it sits today. Waiting now to figure out what they're going to do on a general manager. Again, AP is already working on staff, who he wants on his staff. There's no delay here with AP. He is off and rocking, which is what we would all expect from him. Um, And now the team, Champ is still working as if he's the GM. His staff's still working, preparing for the draft, preparing for the combine. They're doing everything that they can do. And the wait is for yet, again, another puff of, Silver and black smoke to come out of the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Telling everybody there's a general manager. Um, I don't expect a press conference until after a general manager's been picked. I would say to you that I'm guessing Monday, but who knows? You never know, do you? But I think today is a good day in Raider Nation. You got yourself the coach that understands the culture, understands the people, um, and understands how it all works. Now, I have to tell you a funny story. As you guys know, I've had several members of the organization give me hoodies. And even Wayne Mar- uh, Mabry, my buddy, the violator, he sends me a text last night. Reminding me that I told you guys I would do Honda in a hoodie when AP got hired. You know, V. (laughs) You know, Wayne. I'm going to. I'll do it next week when Zeke is on with me. But uh, I had people in the organization give me, three people gave me hoodies, Raider hoodies. So I wore one when they beat the Chiefs. I told you the next time I wear one will be when they hired AP, so I'll do that later this well this coming week, and then the third one would be when they beat uh, excuse me when they win a playoff game. So there you go; those are the three times I'm gonna wear a hoodie. I've already done once. I promise the other one will come next week, Wayne. And uh, but that, so I get a phone call from one of the players yesterday. So excited, um, so excited about AP getting hired. To which he s- says to me, and I'm gonna clean it up a lot how excited he is that AP's hired. And he goes, I know you won't wear Raider gear. And I told him, I'm a media guy, it's inappropriate. Just like when AP yelled out Raiders, and he didn't hear the media respond. One person, a lady, Myra Gomez, who works for the team, so she did nothing inappropriate. That's not our place. We're not fans. In fact, they they remind you before every game, this is a working press box. No cheering in the press box. If you cheer, you will be asked to leave. Why? Because it's unprofessional. It's unprofessional. Uh, he goes, I know you won't wear a Raider gear. And I said, you're right, I won't. Even though he gave me one of the hoodies, and I I did wear it because I told him I would. Uh, But he said to me, he goes, I'm going to send you. So he sends me a picture of these Nike, all black Nike tennis shoes that that, uh, um, AP likes to wear. And he says to me, these don't say Raider on them. I said, yeah, those are nice looking shoes. To which he says, I need your size. I want you. I'm going to buy you a pair of these shoes I want you to wear to the games. I said, no, you don't have to do that. He goes, oh, no, no, no. These shoes look good. Now, I explained to him, I'm a 52-year-old fat guy. I'm not going to look good. This I know I do wear a lot of Nikes. But I said, the black shoes aren't going to make me look good or bad. He goes, yeah, they won't. He goes, but they look good. <laughs> and so there's a lot of excitement. And I want to end today with this. I, a couple of things, actually, but they all work in tandem. It's been a long time, a long time since the Raiders had an offseason of joy. When Rich got hired, I mean, got fired, and Josh McDaniels was brought in, that entire offseason, there were people who were saying, All right, let's give it a shot. People, this is never going to work. Even that offseason, there was tension. Last offseason was horrible. It's been a long time since Raider Nation. I mean, it is a long. I mean, you got February, March, April, May, June, July. You got six months till training camp. Six. Yeah, you got some OTAs and mini camps in there, and you got Combine and Draft. But you got six months till you got legitimate football back. As a Raider fan, come on now. There's got to be some semblance of, I get to enjoy the next six months. I get to look forward to football. I get to look forward to the. I mean, I've got. AP is my coach who's brought back the Ted Hendricks out of the face. You know, who's brought back the, we're going to talk our crap. We're going to do our thing. Enough's enough. I mean, you, you got that now. You got six months of this, of anticipation, of excitement, of joy. Now listen, Raider fan wears Raider gear, whether you guys are 17 and 0 or you're 0 and 17. I, I applaud you guys. You guys are awesome. That's Raider fan. But now you got six months. Six months. Every chief fan you see, just remember Christmas Day. We coming. I mean six months of it. You're at six months of every Charger fan you see. How you doing? We're coming. And guess what? We're going to black out your stadium. Does anybody? Hey, next time we come to SoFi. Every Bronco fan you meet every Lions fan you be, every, every Eagle fan, every Cowboy fan, oh, dear God, every one of them. You get to wear your black Nikes. You guys are going to have so much fun with this. This is going to be one of your best off seasons in a long time. Enjoy that. This is going to be an offseason where you're not fighting with the guy next to you about whether or not you like Josh McDaniel in the Patriot way. It's dead. Someone asked me last night on a national show, how would you describe AP if you couldn't just say the coach of the Raiders? I thought about it for a minute, and this is exactly what I said. I said, AP is the monument, the gravestone, to the patriot way in the desert. It's dead. It's over. Dead. Years ago, I had just a very dear friend who was, was my boss in the TV and media business. His name was Jim Wareham. And he was working at a very large radio station in Chicago. Uh, on the day that Elvis died, now for a lot of you guys who are very younger, you don't you don't understand this. You just go to Twitter or X or IG or you go to your phone. But well, for us older folk, we're going to appreciate this. And they had 50 phone lines, and everyone was lit up like a Christmas tree. Is it true Elvis is dead? Is it true Elvis is dead? And as soon as you'd hang up on one, the line was instantly filled. And so he told me. He, that day, he, they needed help on the telephone lines, So he, all he was doing was just dead, tush, dead, tush, dead. Okay. And he wasn't being disrespectful of Elvis, but he was trying to get through to as many people. Listen, AP being the head coach of the Raiders. Uh, Ring written. Let me, let me find it. Here. Give me a second. Oh, where'd it go? I put my glasses on. This is what AP being the coach of the Raiders means. Patriot Way, dead. Patriot Way, dead. Patriot Way, dead. He's <laughs> gone. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. You're out. And it's it it's it your off season. I want you to enjoy it. My wife last night, she comes down the stairs when she found out that AP got the job. She's got on a Raiders shirt. She's so excited. She could hardly stand it. She goes, we got a guy. We got a guy. I'm like, all right. You sure did. She was so, just, just so excited about it. And I know you guys were too. You've been fans a lot longer. My wife's been a fan since the last 10 weeks of the season. But this is your time now. I want to challenge you. I love the game of football. I love it. I love it because my dad was my hero. Still is. He's been gone almost 10 years, but he's still my hero. Best man of my wedding. Um, don't have enough words to thank God for my dad. And My father, for many, many, many years, decades, was a season ticket holder to Michigan State football. And the two earliest memories I have of my life was sitting next to my dad at Michigan State football games and riding in his back, piggyback, while he hunted. And I, he carried me on his back. To this day, I love hunting, and I love football. And, and really, the third memory of my father is the most important was his love of the Lord. And that's where I think I I love the Lord because my dad so emulated it. And so football, to me, reminds me of my dad. He just loved it. He loved the physicality. He loved the violence. He loved how you just line up, and it's man on man, and the one that wants it the most. He was my dad was a warrior, so he respected when when when, when the game of football. That's why he was not a Raider fan, but he loved watching the Raiders on Monday night because the way they just physically imposed their will. So I love the game. I love the game of football because it is one of the few places as a country. Where we're not black and white or brown or yellow or red. We're not Republicans or Democrats. We're not conservatives or liberals. We're not Christian, non-Christian. It is one of the places where we come together. And it's People. And we're coming into an election cycle where a lot of people are going to try to divide us. And when we remember, it's about people. When we remember this game of football unites us, I think we're better for it. You, you guys know I don't hide it. I, I love Wayne. May breathe a violator. Love him. Great friend. And that's something that I learned about the black hole when I started covering five years ago. Is the way you see every socioeconomic group in the black hole, every color, every religion, every policy. But in that black hole, they're all Raider fans. It's who they are. And they're just precious people. Precious. And I'm going to challenge you. Over these next six months, there's going to be so much junk that can divide. Celebrate and enjoy these next six months. For some of you, it's been a hard time. I got to tell you. I love you guys' emails and comments when I ask you to send me your memories or whatever. Been a fan since 78. Been a fan since 63, whatever. And I can't tell you the amount of email I get from people that talk about how frustrating they they are as Raider fan. Or It's been 40 years since we were legitimately competitive. And how many of you Raider football has brought stress to your life. Boy, they, they moved from the Bay, with all, all? and all of them, I'm not minimizing them. They're all legitimate. Okay, well, I understand you're frustrated that the team's left the Bay. I get it. But they have. I understand you were frustrated with the experiment of the Patriot way. <laughs> Sorry. Understand that you're frustrated with the losing. I get it. But you got six months now of legitimate hope. Six months of, and and this isn't a guy that's coming in bringing hope and you're like, no, you had nine games with him. You know what you're getting with AP. That man ain't fake. There's nothing synthetic about Antonio Pierce. He's authentic. He ain't synthetic. <laughs> he ain't faux Antonio Pierce. He's the Antonio You know what you're getting. Let me tell you something. Everybody on the schedule next year knows what's coming. It's going to be a fist fight. Straight out of Compton. We coming. Raider physicality is back. You've seen them do it. You know now they're going to have a new offensive look. Someone said, what's the look going to be? AP, physical, pounding. I'm asking you to enjoy this. It's going to be a great offseason. It's going to be great to write about. I think Champ Kelly's going to get the job. I hope he does. But if it's Ed Dodds, he's a great GM candidate. You've got your coach. There is no reason for animus or anger or frustration because now you have something to replace it. See, faith is the substance, substance, Of things hoped for. If AP had never coached, you could hope. But he had. So your hope is substantive of what you saw. Now you're sitting here going into next year with faith. It's going to be a good year. I appreciate all of you. You don't have to spend your mornings with me. You choose to and uh i love it i love hanging out with you talking raider football with you talking nfl football with you and i just hope that you hear me when i say i appreciate you i read something a while back that talked about a huge percentage and i don't remember now if it was 75, 85, it may have even been 90% of Americans said that they don't feel like they matter in people's lives. It went all the way across all socioeconomic groups, all political, all religious, all um, religions, gender, everything. A huge percentage of Americans did not feel appreciated, that they didn't feel like they mattered. You matter to me. I'm grateful for you. I am sure all of you have many people in your life who tell you that. But if you don't, then just let Hondo Carpenter tell you, you matter to me. And I appreciate you. And remember, I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Remember, you can follow me on IG at HondoSR. You can follow me on Twitter at Hondo Carpenter. Hondo Carpenter. Go to si.com forward slash NFL forward slash Raiders to read all of our articles, and we'll have a ton. You can also, upper right-hand corner, click on Newsletter. Please do that. Please, please, please do that. And um, we won't spam you. We won't sell your information. But three days a week, you'll get an email with our biggest and best stories. So you're constantly not missing anything. But do all of that. I hope you have a great week. I hope whether you're going out and enjoying the great outdoors Maybe you're going to get a chance to do some hunting or fishing. You're going to watch football for sure. But I know one thing you're going to be doing. Y'all got it. faith now. You got all excited. You got your coach. I have a feeling all over the world because our listeners are all over the world. In fact, we got a couple of guys coming on as guests on my podcast who are members of the UK parliament. But We're going to have great podcasts coming, but I know what you're going to be doing wherever you are in the world today. You may be in Ireland or Scotland or Mexico, Australia, um, New Zealand, America, Canada, wherever you are. I just have a feeling there's going to be a random outbreak. Raiders. I won't respond back, but my wife will. God bless you all. Thank you so much for sharing today with me. I hope you have a blessed and wonderful day. God bless you. We'll see you again tomorrow.
0: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider
2: Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.